Hey, how y'all doing? Back again, another episode of the If Fair. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Robinson, and today we have someone special. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, y'all. I'm Jessica. I'm from Ohio, and I am a web developer. So I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here uh, on this great Saturday. You know, so and I would say my first question is, how are you doing mentally, physically, emotionally? How was your week? So this week was crazy. I started a new position and it was totally different from what I was doing before. Um, I was in the government space before this. And so I started a position at a company that is super creative. They give you like total, I wouldn't say total creative freedom, but it's just like night and day compared to what I was used to. So just getting through that acclimating to getting my kids you know staying on their schedule with this new schedule because I'm going from working out or working from home to working outside of the house uh, so that was a lot mentally um but it was good it was good <laughs> all right that's all right so in that you know what man my, one of my one question I would ask I ain't got a rope something that I would say how do you like work from home versus working in the office or would you like to have both like let me be able to work from home too yeah, that's a good question because um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was doing both. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the first month we were home and then they brought us in trying to do hybrid and they were like, okay, yeah, this is not going to work. Um, and so they sent us home completely. And for those um, that were like me that had small children that were um, not necessarily ready for uh, school mm-hmm. and, you know, we didn't really want to put them in daycare, especially around that time, they allowed us to stay home full time. And then it just became like, okay, just stay home if you want to. And I got used to it. So honestly, I love working from home. I will say that I don't, I don't particularly enjoy hybrid or working in the office, but the, the new office I'm in is super chill. So honestly, it's kind of like working from home because nobody bothers me. So I'm just kind of like, here's your, I get the, uh, the stuff from the designer and I go code it. <laughs> And they leave me alone. So. All right. See, that's what's up, man. You know, I'm a software engineer as well. So like, yeah, that's you know, awesome. Yes. It's like now nah, I work from home, and like, okay. it became more demanding for my company. Big being a big automotive company that it is, it came like, mm-hmm. oh, y'all got to work longer than so and so. And it sounds good, but <laughs> Jeremy's still gonna leave at three thirty. I'm not it, right. I'm not <laughs> uh, my cutoff time is my cutoff time. I gotta, yeah, I gotta go do this. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got a time. Yes. But a lot of back and forth with that. So in the meantime, I have been like, okay, now, you know, adjusting stuff and just trying to learn as much as I can before I make a pivot to being a college professor and also doing that on the side. So that's what's going to happen with tech. Oh, they want to cool. do tech. I definitely want to be a full-time college professor, you know? Yeah. And I would say, you know, uh, why do you do what you do? What is your effect? Why you do what you do? So I wanted to start a YouTube channel for a long time. Um, so I'm 32 um, and I graduated, so I graduated high school in 08 mm-hmm. and I wanted to start a YouTube channel back then and I wanted to do like natural hair and all this stuff. And I'm like, thank God I did not do that because I don't really know how to do hair. So that would have been like short lived. So <laughs> I was like, I still want to be in that space because like my fiance is a videographer and so I've just always, I went to a performing arts school for my high school. So I've always been around creators. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I wanted to like share my story in some capacity and I love to write. So I was blogging and doing things like that. But um, once I quit my job in the banking field back in 2018, I realized that, 
you know, like that just wasn't my space. I was too closed in and I didn't like that. You know, I, I need to be able to take what's in my mind and do something with it. So um, I started my YouTube channel. It was actually originally to inspire people to get more into like uh, mental health and, um, you know, just talking about things along those lines. And then slowly, as I started to find my way into tech, I started to do tech content. And then I realized other moms were out there trying to do the same things. Then I realized other Black people were trying to do the same thing. And realizing that we don't have, I mean, we, I feel like a lot of people with social media growing, a lot of people are starting to put themselves out there. Um, so we're starting to see more and more Black people in the tech industry. Right. But before it's like, you know, we're most times the only people in our spaces. So I one. felt like, would you say? It's only one or two every now and then. Yes. Hey, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like on my team right now, it's me and the program manager. So mm. that's it. <laughs> and everybody uh, else. Me and my manager. Me and my manager. Yeah. Like See, <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> So I felt like, you know, the more I started to get comments, at first I was just putting it out, just put it out. And then I started to get comments like, oh my gosh, you inspire me. Or, you know, I'm a mom too. And I noticed this black women, you know? And so I was just like, okay, this is bigger than me just putting out here that I learned how to code. Right. This is telling another mom that there's hope to change your life because this literally changed my life. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like, I, I didn't come up from like, I didn't have a bad life at all. Like I, you know, had a very stable home and, you know, I didn't grow up in a bad neighborhood or anything, but then when you become an adult and you have to go out there on your, your own, mm -hmm. you know, you don't always have the best footing. So, you know, like I said this in one of my videos, I remember, you know, I was in the house with my kids and somebody started shooting outside of our window. Like I was just not in the best apartment situation. So I was like, I got to do something. And so I taught myself how to code and now we're here. <laughs> and that's amazing. You know, even in saying that uh, you would take it that that's far to say, uh, okay, I'm going to go ahead and teach myself how to code. I got to get my kids out of this situation. I got to get myself out of this situation. You know, and once I saw your YouTube channel, I was like, boy, I don't know if I could have taught myself to do this. <laughs> of course, I went to school with computer science, computer engineering. I went to Clark Atlanta University and graduated yeah. with a degree. But you know something's crazy? I taught myself how to code. The stuff I know today, I really taught myself. Yep. <laughs> Brandon and I did go to school, did projects, things of that nature. You know, uh, the, the biggest thing that I do understand about school, yes, it does prepare you, but it don't prepare mm -hmm. you for working in corporate America. Like, I don't- Not at all. <laughs> You yeah, know, and I don't care what your I don't care what your profession is. A lot of people that I have interviewed over time, they say the same thing. Like, yeah, man, mm -hmm. I I was kind of prepared. I wasn't fully prepared, you know. Yeah, like, third majors, yes, you probably do get that full preparation. But I feel like computer science, I was probably like at eighty percent. Like, okay, I can do this because of the internships yeah. <laughs> I had. But so okay. far at school, like I probably learned some good stuff to like go into a job like that first couple months. But after that, mm -hmm. my mind got blown because I was like, oh, I need to know how to do this? Okay. All right. Yeah. Know how to do this? Okay. Cool. And you end up teaching yourself anyway, like you said. And it's funny you said that because I heard someone else say that too. Um, there's another YouTuber that I watch and he said, he was like, you know, what's really the difference between going to school, boot camp, uh, self-taught when it comes to the actual knowledge of something? Because you end up teaching yourself yeah. most in, in every situation anyway. So, but I do think that like being self-taught 
at least from my perspective, has been overwhelming because you are you don't have a criteria to go by. Everything that you have to figure out what you need to learn is coming from yourself. You just have to get out there and research and build your own curriculum. So, so yeah. I can definitely understand that. Uh, because even with now uh, making that change to say, okay, I do podcasts and I do this, and you interview people. And at first I was like, I'm going to do tech people. It's going to be cool. But like mm-hmm. you said earlier, it ain't that many Blacks that's in it. It seems as though it is, but mm-hmm. some that's in it is some that not in it, some that's trying to straddle that line. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know more people than people that's just in tech. But I'm all yeah. related to bring on people that's in tech. And like seeing stuff like what you do, it gives me hope to say, okay, more people might do this. right step up (laughs) right and that's it's so important that's another reason why I wanted to do this is because I feel like it is important for people to understand that they can do it too like I'm not the smartest person I barely (laughs) made it through high school because and now that I'm a you know older I realize that that was just me not applying myself but it's still a factor that you know you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this stuff you just have to have a little bit of determination I guess and willpower because whew (laughs) <laughs> it's that. It, it gets crazy <laughs> I say organization too you have a little bit of organization oh, yes. will be the goodest because like a lot of this stuff uh, like mm-hmm. a, one of my guys I work with older guy he was like yeah I'm going to be phased out in a couple of years y'all going to be doing amazing things no matter if it's not tech you know and he just said you know because of the fact y'all learn all this stuff at a quick pace and stuff you know just get something you know and move with that like, don't yeah. learn everything all at once, yes, you know, yes. and also don't burn yourself out in this stuff. And I was like, okay, that's good to hear, you know, yes. we all think we have to, oh, I need to learn Python. I need to do this. I need to learn. And they said, yeah. who is they? What that's the quickest to way to quit. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. That's the quickest yeah. way to quit is to try to put too much on yourself because one thing is way too overwhelming and so you try to put four or five things and it's just too much <laughs> hey man, and yes one thing i'm learning what i think this year three of me working full-time but five years and all of me working in tech the crazy mm-hmm. thing about what i have been learning is that a lot of this stuff is copy and paste a lot of this stuff oh my god paste. yes <laughs> you go back and do it it may be a letter this dang thing down this may not be yep. working in data space because i was a software engineer okay. fully like just coding like he was doing coding turn it in i ain't got to do nothing with it but as yeah. a database person you got to go through all the steps and i'm sitting there like i don't like this like i do not yeah. like, this. <laughs> like this is too much i gotta go mm-hmm. do this and uh one thing i did learn from even and i'm learning from it doing it now i'm, I'm actually good at this even though i don't like it i'm actually good at it you know so yeah. then that was a, how did you know like okay man i can do tech and then what outside hobbies that you do outside of tech it made you say, okay, I can do this and I can do other things that I like to do as well. Yeah. So um, I think like I, like when I first got into tech, I got into it on accident and I tell, I like to tell the story because I want people to understand that you don't have to come from this. Um, I've been coding and building games since I was five and I've been, you know, into tech since, you know, you don't have to do that. <laughs> so right. I started off, like I said, my first passion has always been writing. I used to write poetry and just write little short stories and like play scripts. Now that is something I was doing as a kid. So um, it's just always been something that I love to do that just, that was my way of expressing myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I quit my job at the bank, I decided that I wanted to start a blog and it was actually for stationery, so like paper, pens, notebooks, like stuff like that, because I love stuff like that too. 
Um, and I was working on my own website. I went to New York to a stationary show. Um, <laughs> and I got there and there were all these top brands that you would see like in Target and just like everybody in the planner community, these brands were there. Mm-hmm. So um, I took my fiance, I told you, he's, a, he's actually a software engineer too, self-taught. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but he, his first love is videography. So I took him with me. I'm like, listen, we're just going to go in there and be the media people. They don't have no media people. Let's just go. So we filmed, we did all this stuff. And then when I got home or like when I got there, everybody's like, so where's your website? I'm like, oh, um, <laughs> I'm working on that. So <laughs> as soon as I got home, I was like, oh, shoot, I got to put together this website. I got to do this. So I started to um, build out a website. I started running into issues and I started to Google. So I'm like, how do I fix this? And that's when I found HTML. That's when I found CSS. And you find JavaScript, you just go down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And so um I had to teach myself because I, at that time, I didn't know anybody in tech. Cause again, there's not that many black people in tech. And so most times you're the only person in your family and then everybody else don't even understand what you're doing. Like you tell them what your job is and they don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) So they think that you can like fix their actual computer. And it's like, no, that's hardware. I don't do that. (laughs) So (laughs) you hit nailed there, boy. That happened to me. You know something crazy? Yeah. I have learned how to fix computers and stuff like that. Have you? Like, See, that's still I have not. learned how to do a little bit of dribble and dabble. Okay. Uh, because of some classes I took for engineering in college. I do know how okay. to do certain things. But I don't let my family know that because they be like, hey, yes. hey you're you going to be the IT guy. My my wife, I'm like, you can call AT&T. Don't call Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not me. <laughs> Did you call Yeah, you're going to be the <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly gonna be the IT person it's like yeah. nah, that's not what I'm trying to do <laughs> so do yeah just I don't do yeah baby like right exactly yeah. <laughs> so pretty much being forced into that I was like oh okay like I can do this on my own so what else can I do mm-hmm. and then I'm like I started researching it more and more so I'm like oh you can get paid for doing this and so it just became a spiral And so that was honestly what made me feel like I could do it is because I was kind of put in a position where I was almost forced to do it because I didn't know anything about running a business, asking somebody to do the website. I just knew to do everything by myself. And so, yeah, that's what that's what made it click in my head that I could do it. And outside of tech, I love tennis. I love tennis. (laughs) So um, I played in high school. Mm-hmm. And now that I have two little girls, I'm like, oh, let me get them, you know, acclimated in some type of, you know, sport. They do gymnastics, but I would love to teach them to play tennis. Um, I had surgery on my leg last year, so I'm just now getting to a place where I can, like, exercise and get out there and do stuff again. So I'm really hoping to get back into that. But, yeah. you know, being able to take my passion of writing and filming, it kind of all works hand in hand. Because I can film my YouTube video and talk about what I'm doing in tech, but I also have to write because I have to write the scripts. And then if I want to start the blog, then I can write. So everything kind of just meshes. And that's how I'm able to maintain those outside things as well. Yeah. And you're that's amazing for saying that because I noticed that this morning uh, I'm about to finish up grad school and I'm finishing up and uh, I'm doing my last class. And my professor was like, uh-huh. balance, you write a book and you got a project. You do this kind of <laughs> stuff. And I, like you said, it all goes hand in hand. Because uh, yeah. the podcast, I got to do stuff. What I'm writing about in the book is not only about a podcast, but about the art of networking. So, like, what I've been doing okay. the past couple of years is me starting the podcast and even just being in school. But all of yeah. it go hand in hand. And now that you said that it is a full circle moment, I'm not really doing that. And yeah, it really is like all connected. 
yeah. it's like you already have to do this to do this so it just kind of just meshes you don't even really think about it you just go and it also goes back to what you said earlier it's all organization too like you have to be organized and I'm trying to get better at that because I'm not as consistent as I would like to be on my platforms and then you know life gets thrown at you like you said a lot of stuff was going on so but you have to find that balance so yeah, I think organization like you said is Gotta get What'd you say? Agenda. I tell every adult, we got to get us agendas. We got to stay in. Yes. I got mine. Right yes. That and my notebook. <laughs> yeah. And my, yeah. my wife, she look at me like, you, what do you do? I'm like, you should do it. What you do? She like, yeah, you act. I'm like, yeah, because all you got to do is look. Oh, yeah, I got to interview Jessica today. Okay, cool. Yep, yep. Nothing runs. And see, it's funny because in my house, it's flipped. Mm -hmm. I'm the one with the agenda, and I'm still trying to get my fiance on board because he'll like be like, oh, shoot, I forgot I had to do this and this and that. And I'm like, man, if you would have wrote it down. But see, I still have to use like my Google Calendar for things with actual times. I need to be alerted. So, <laughs> yeah. I do need it. I need that time because I have everything lined up. And I'm like, yes. right, but I still need an alarm or something to go off. Like, oh, I got an interview to do. Okay. Oh, I got to write. I got to do this. Yeah, I got to do Got to have that, that, that notification, but still have it in the books where, like you said, you can just flip to a page and be like, okay, this is my guide for today, basically. So, yeah. So, and I would say, this, this goes along with that. How is it being a mother? You know, you said you was 32. You had your fiance. Yeah. You got your kids. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. how is that? <laughs> how is that? Um, so, you know, my fiance is my best friend. So everything we, we're kind of like here on everything. Good. Um, we have a lot of the same interests in like, we're both creatives. We love the tech space. Like it's almost like anything that one picks up, the other one picks up and it just goes. And it, it is cool because we can help each other in that space. So seeing my babies, I have a three-year-old and a six-year-old. And like I said, both girls. And they're just so funny. Like, it, it is so funny to watch them because they're literally many us. <laughs> like, so it can be kind of annoying and funny at the same time because you're like, oh, shoot, is that how I used to act? And like, is that, did you get that from me? But yeah. they're so amazing. And, you know, I know everybody says it's about their kids, but they are so smart and they just are mind blowing. And it's funny because you start to watch them pick up a lot of the things that you're interested in, like, my six-year-old will walk around with her. She has a little iPod because, you know, she ain't ready for a phone, obviously. But she has a little iPod, so she'll record herself vlogging. And, like, um, my other, uh, my three-year-old will get her little laptop and be like, I have to code and I have to learn about. Like, she actually said something about JavaScript one day. So they're picking up everything. And I think that being a mother is also what really pushed me to, like, not quit as many times as I've wanted to. Even on this new job this first week, I'm like, ooh what did I do <laughs> but then you look at them and they are motivation in themselves like they are the push that you need when you may not have it so you know but you also have to find balance because and I struggle with that working from home is how do I tell my three-year-old that I'm working but she can see me and she can sit on my lap so she's like what does that even mean and I'm sitting here like no I really have to work so it's like yeah, it's always finding balance <laughs> so definitely. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, I mean, you go through the mom guilt of because of the balance. You're like, am I spending enough time with them? And if am I telling them that I'm working too much? Um, I'm always having to film, so I'm like, should be quiet. You know, there's different factors that go into it, but overall, it's the best thing I think that could have happened to me um, because I was the person who didn't always push myself, and I'm still learning to do that at 32. But now I have a reason because I need them to see that whatever they want to do, they can do it. 
Yes. So, yes, indeed. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing, man. Definitely. Uh, I commend you for that, for being a great mom. Thank Everything you. Everything you want happen, gonna happen, man. Pretty much yeah. <laughs> just let you know that, you know, just a touch of the iceberg to say, hey, just keep pushing, keep doing what you're doing. So before yes, we close out, I have a question that like I love to ask, you know, especially our people, man. Uh, what would you like mm-hmm. to see change in the black community? Oh, that is a deep question. <laughs> I think the mentality of our people mm-hmm. needs to change. I think that, and this is again speaking from my personal experience and my personal perspective. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I feel like we, you just, you know decades decades back different scenarios all any type of situation you could think of this has happened where black people are not allowed to how can i put this we don't fully live out to our potentials we don't see the magic that we have within us we don't see that anything any other race is doing we can do too Mm -hmm. um we don't always see the power that we hold and the influence that we hold and how many things are built around our influence everything are a lot of things root back to what we're already doing. And we just don't understand that we hold so much power. Mm-hmm. And so I have seen so many times where people are just like, oh, I can't do this. Or, you know, they got a head start or this is not. It's like, no, like, yeah, we, we might have to grind a little bit harder because we don't get, you know, we don't always have things handed to us right away. Right. But I think that if people would change their mentality, because I had to. I was that person saying like, uh, I don't know what to do or I, I can't do this. Like that was my vocabulary for years and years and years. And I think that it literally just takes a mental shift to know that if you want to build a home, go take the steps to do it because nobody is stopping you but you. Mm-hmm. There's nobody holding us back but us. So I think that that's the biggest thing is like, if we can change our mental as a community, man, <laughs> listen (laughs) you're definitely right about that because I feel like uh throughout the show right I was I started Mm -hmm. in my apartment with my line brothers and one of my best friends and we was in there had a mattress in the back the first episode and Mm -hmm. I'm like okay cool we're gonna keep going we're gonna keep pushing and my boy was like yeah you keep the content going Uh, he's a videographer as well he's like hey I'm gonna do edit everything we're gonna be good to go and he's been doing Mm -hmm. that from this time man and we about to go into season four that so as awesome. time went, I bought a home. Of course, I'm about to get married. What two weeks now? Like it's different. Congratulations! <laughs> and like now, I got my whole man cave where it's my studio now, and I'm able to run a business out of it. But I brought one of my guys in here, like a guy that I watched. Uh, he played ball at home. He's in middle school when I I think I was in what I think I first entered college. Now he finished high school. I feel a little bit older. And I was like, yeah. hey, you're in college, man. You want to come on to the show? Yeah, come on. He came on to the show. First time he walked in here, you got football stuff everywhere, stuff like that. He looked, he's like, yeah, I want this, man. I was like, yeah, you can have it. If I can do it, you can do it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. And people think that that is such a cliche and, like, that that's just so, like, you know, people, everybody going to say that. But that is the truth. It that's is, the truth. That is, there is nothing, for, like, that is true. Yeah. And I think that it's so important for us to -hmm. keep pushing that narrative is that if i can do it you can do it but let me actually show you let me actually show you where i came from like don't be afraid to show that like i that's why i tell like there were people shooting outside of my window like Mm -hmm. i'm going to tell people that because i think that it's important for people to know that like that's where i was and this is where i'm at now and you know i'm Mm -hmm. still trying to climb i'm still not where i want to be but i know now that 
literally just me having confidence um, in the fact that I know that I can do something and actually just not thinking about how hard it's going to be, but just taking those steps every single day. Yeah. You get there and you don't even notice. And then you just look up one day like, oh, shoot, like I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he was really like, talking about the stuff. And I was sitting there like, hey, you're right. Thank you, man. Yeah. Cool. Yes. <laughs> I yes. guess, you know, that's yes. what I'm supposed to do. And I said, well, you'll yeah. be next, man. And then we keep it, we're going to keep it going, you know. And everybody always say that. My friends, our family said, I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm glad God blessed me with these things, you know. And at the yes. end of the day, I'm, ha- I'm thankful for the house, but I'm just thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be able to yes. do things that I'm here to do. You know, yes. I really do think that this podcast, every time I think I want to walk away, I always mm-hmm. be like, oh, no, no, come on back. We're going yep. <laughs> yes. I think that that's like a commonality between creators in yeah. general, because there's been so many times where I'm like, what the heck am I doing this YouTube for? Why am I? You question yourself so much, but then you look up and realize it's those comments that yeah. come in that say like, you helped me choose my major or you, I, I'm like somebody just commented on one of my videos that they just took their first paid internship because they decided to go learn tech because they saw my video about yeah. me uh, quitting my job. <laughs> so um, what you're doing is important. It's needed. And, you know, you're not always going to want to get on camera or like try to plan stuff. It's overwhelming. It's a lot of work, but the reward, the reward is like so much bigger. Yeah. And these things that you're doing are bigger than you and they are impacting people in ways that you probably don't even realize. So I say keep going. <laughs> Definitely gonna keep doing that. So yeah, we do close. Do you have any questions for me? Yeah. So um, along the lines of us being creators, you know, like for us, it's kind of easy for us to just hop on here, get on camera, film, whatever. Uh, but there's a lot of people, a lot of Black people that don't like to be on social media or they don't want to be on camera but they still are doing amazing things and they still need to use their voices to share in their communities to be that face that inspires people um, in spaces that you may not see us in all the time. So what advice would you give to people who need to share their voice and how can they do that if they're not like into, because I've run into some people like that. I'm like, you should be talking about this. And they're like, you know, I don't always know what to say as far as like, what is the alternative? Like, what's your advice? Mm, My biggest advice is I'm that person called me. We can work with, yeah. you know, I have done it with friends, uh, family, people I have just met, like, hey, you know, and they started their channel or they started a vlog or anything mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh, the biggest thing is when it comes to social media, uh, like Kevin Hart said a few weeks ago, I was watching my podcast. We got to remember that it's it's a part of our network and it's fake. Like mm-hmm. it's over here. Like it's not even mm-hmm. that super serious. So, but when you come on there with some knowledge and you want to talk about something, I feel like you use it for that time. And then you mm-hmm. sit it down. I feel mm-hmm. like the biggest thing is practicing as well. Like get you a group of person. Like it can be your friend. It can be anyone that like, hey, I'm going to record you. You're good to go. And y'all can talk through it. But also that's where mm-hmm. I come in. You can call me and say, hey, or email me and say, hey, can you walk me through how you do son? So, you know, and I give you advice because I feel like that's what we're here for. You know, yes. us being creators. That's also one of our duties uh to do it because people like you interview this big name ball player man how you do that then you go interview this regular person i'm like man we people yeah here today. you know we're all people yeah <laughs> i love that one leg at a time like me man uh yeah i don't really overthink it when it comes to mm-hmm. it i feel like a lot of people just have to get out and do it that's what i did when yeah. it came to the podcast i was nervous about it don't get me wrong yeah like, i was like oh, <laughs> is people gonna listen but then uh-huh. you say, hey, am I doing the best thing for Jeremy? Like, this is what Jeremy yes. does. So no matter yes. what, 
think or what they say. I put out an episode, Jessica, and it can get three views. I don't care because yeah. it inspired those three people. Exactly. You know? And see, I'm trying to learn that too. <laughs> it's like not thinking about the longevity necessarily, but how yeah. can I take this? And it's still in the atmosphere. Somebody's going to get benefit from it. And even if it was just for me, for me to talk, because sometimes we be talking to ourselves a lot yeah. too during these filming sessions. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you helping yourself just by talking about it. So yeah. yeah. I just try to be, I love that. With those people, I'll just try to say like the biggest thing is try to be more impactful. If you see yes. something that needs to change in the world and your content is it, be more, be impactful. And it's our duty, to, like I said, to help them and don't try to think on like, dang, they're not going to watch it. This not gonna, they're not going to watch it because you haven't put it out yet. Exactly. You spend so much time thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And to also be authentic on or like try to be your most authentic self on camera, because I feel like you the more relatable you are, the better, because we have to see people that are actually like, oh, they talk like me. They they yeah. love sneakers like me. Like they dress like me. So just being yourself, too, is like cause I feel like a lot of people get a lot of pressure, like, oh, I have to be super like upright and I got to talk a certain way. And then it's like, no, just be yourself at all times. So, yeah. yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> interviews and uh, a lot of people ask, hey, how I need to talk. I'm like, you can do whatever you want. You want to cuss. You want yeah. To it's, 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 okay. yeah. it's cool it's yeah this is what we're here for you know and that's also why i love in-person episodes because before they walk into the door i'm like hey before the camera come on be you just <laughs> yes. if you don't see the whole jeremy i'm gonna always be me you know yes. uh, so definitely and that's important because um our voices are very important and i don't think that people like i said before people black people don't always realize all the power that they just hold within themselves and you know it's, it's already in you so mm-hmm. just put it out. <laughs> but it was nice yeah. meeting you. It was nice you uh, having you on the podcast. And I look Thank forward you so to much. It, man. Like reach out to yes. me anytime you need something or anything comes up. I'm just glad we was able to pull it off, man. Yes, exactly. Same here. And same, same here. If you need anything, anything you need help with. Um, like I said, I need to get back down to Atlanta. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.